Join, converse, inspire. I'm your host, Francesca Amante. And I'm your co-host, Stefan Chwaniak. This is the JCI Canada Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the JCI Canada Podcast. I am your host, National Vice President Francesca Amante, and I feel so grateful to be with you all in the audience, all of our dedicated listeners from all over the world. As you know, we get to interview these wonderful um, guests that are either from JCI or from outside of JCI. And this evening, we have one of our own very members on the national board, and this is our EVP, Jasper. And we're so, so grateful for all of this dedication for JCI as a whole and, of course, for our national board and for our regional and local levels. He does so much and extends his hand in so many departments to give guidance, and uh, we are just so grateful for him. So without further ado, I introduce to you our 2023 EVP, Jasper. Hi, Jasper. Hey, Francesca. Thanks again for inviting me. Of course. We feel so grateful to have you on, Jasper. I know we didn't wasn't too long ago since we interviewed you the last time, but we feel so grateful to get to hear what you've been doing since and how your year is going as EVP. It's a very big role. Yes, it is. Uh, Touching a lot of things, um, you know, a lot of uh, areas, I guess, of this organization. And it's been it's been interesting so far. And yeah, I guess I guess uh, I could, you know, can't wait to provide an update Yes, I would love that, Jasper. And if you'd like to, before we get started, for the listeners that are new on here, whether they be new JCI members or new uh, listeners to the podcast in general, do you want to just kind of reintroduce what chapter you're with, um, what your role kind of looks like on the national board, and then kind of step right into what the first part of the year has looked like for you? Sure, thanks. Um, So my name is uh, Jasper Salinana. I'm currently the executive vice president uh, for JCI Canada this year. And um, I'm currently with JCI Edmonton. I've been a member for about, uh, I would say, eight or nine years now. And um, yeah, it's been an exciting journey so far from like being, you know, a local member, then working through the board, then eventually being president of a local organization, then being part of the national board this year and last year. So yeah, in terms of things that I've been busy on. Uh, so Q1 or the first, or I guess the first half of this year has been, it was, it's been quite busy. Working on a lot of things, uh, a couple of things, I guess, a couple of highlights, I would say, is, you know, we, we found different ways in which we could um, help run the organization a lot better from a financial perspective, um, working, you know, with Craig and the rest of the team here to figure out ways how can we cut, you know, expenses and making sure that there's true value being, you know, uh, delivered to our members. Um, So that's one of the things, and that's more of like an informal item that just popped up um, as we were kind of going through the early, early, or first couple of months of the year. Mm -hmm. So we've been working on that. I've also been part of the bylaw committee, um, working on uh, helping our uh, chair, IVP Sue on helping us revise our bylaws and um, uh, and it's been an interesting you know I guess journey so far like around that and you know figuring out how can we make sure that our bylaws are more modernized mm-hmm. and aligns closely to what our organization is looking like currently. Um, so that's one of the things I've been working on. And as well, I'm working on our plan of action for 2024. 
and making sure that you know we have uh, solid, robust plans set up for next year to make sure that the National Board is truly delivering value to our members, our local organization, but not only our local organizations, but also the members within the local organization. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure that you know uh, there's true value that they're seeing from the National Board and that we are truly supporting them in you know areas that they need support on. So I guess those are some of the major ones that I've been working on so far. I know there's been a bunch of small things here and there that, you know, I'm being messaged and emailed and whatnot, but, you know, that's, uh, but overall, that that's pretty much it. Well, that's fantastic, Jasper. Thank you for sharing that with all of us. And I have to tap into this one section. I mean, making a plan of action is no small feat <laughs> for any of you that don't know i've never done it but i can i can only imagine i know that you know for sue for yourself you all took such a you you really dedicated quite you know quite a number of months if not years to uh, the lead up to this so how has that experience been for you jasper in, in the creation of your plan of action in preparation for next year um it's been uh I agree with you. It's not it's not an easy feat yeah. <laughs> because you truly want to, you know, being in this organization where we only have one year to lead, you have to make sure that whatever plan you come up with is something that we can execute in a year yeah. and yeah. making sure that we have the talent and, you know, the resources available to make sure that it truly happens. Um that that's one thing but you know it's yeah it's been it's not easy but i think it's it's definitely doable i mean we've had you know people in this position in the past couple of years and you know many years of you know were past national presidents and whatnot so it's 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 not easy but i think it's it's definitely doable and uh you truly, truly have to look into you know um the organization as a whole and the international organization kind of comes up with a almost like a blueprint almost of like you know the direction they want to take jci as a whole and they have that document they call it the um uh, it's not a plan of action but it's it's uh, the strategic direction like they set the strategic direction for the next couple of years and that was basically the basis of the plan of action like making sure that we adopt the uh the strategic direction that they'd like JCI to go to and kind of tailor that for the uh, national level and see what specific needs we uh issues we need to address as a national organization and how can we be how can we be more aligned with the international organization so i mean there's definitely guidance there and not only that there's also guidance coming from you know uh i can always stop you know ask for help from our previous you know national presidents to see get their feedback and whatnot and um i think in the coming months i'll also be scheduling a call with all our local presidents and also the national board we'll have an opportunity to talk about the plan of action and get some feedback and of course i can make tweaks and adjustments and based on you know those those uh feedback i'll be getting absolutely and what have you how have you found it jasper talking to past national presidents what has been some of the common denominate like how have you found like to be the common thread between all of their advice, any of their feedback that they've given you from their previous experiences? What have you found to be the the largest commonality between all of their uh you know just um, tidbits for you 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so far I have not yet reached out um, because I I kind of was able to I just fin- finished the draft I guess nice. um, just very recently so um, I will be sharing it um, I'll be reaching out to I guess you know more, more of like our more recent you know national presidents like you know national president Medi um, Sue and um, if I need more feedback then I'll kind of go down the list of like you know based on who is the most recent ones. So Absolutely. I'll be going down that chain. So I, I do have like the draft ready. Um, I kind of want to clean it and, you know, make it look nice. And um, then I'll be booking time with them in the next, you know, I would say it's already June. I was, yeah. So I guess it's going to be this month. I'll be finding time with, you know, some of those uh, key individuals to take a look and get some feedback. That's exciting, because I'll be, Jasper. Yeah, I'll be taking this to the Japan Academy as well in July. Um, and also, I think I'll be getting feedback there as well. And on top of that, I'll also be getting feedback from our local members, like our national, our, national, our local organizations in JCI Canada. Amazing. And before we step into it, we're going to be talking with Jasper a little bit about, he mentioned earlier how he's been part of the bylaw revision committee along with IVP Sue. So we're going to tap into that a little bit more about what it, what his section looked like, um, his experience in doing so and so forth. But before we jump into that section, Jasper, I have to ask, how are you feeling as it leads closer and closer to Japan Academy? That is just so exciting that you actually get to go and it's not, uh, yeah, it's not virtual this year. So this is incredible. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm actually very excited to go uh, to Japan. Um, I've been there. I think my first world conference was in Japan. And uh, I kind of I want to reconnect and hopefully gain new connections there when I'm, uh, when I'm there. But I'm definitely looking forward to that trip and amazing. meeting some, you know, individuals or, you know, very, I guess, amazing individuals who will be attending the academy. Absolutely. And learning from them because I think that would be a good opportunity to also network with other, you know, EVPs around uh, JCI, right? So yes. that, that, um, getting some of their insights and ideas that that's I think that that is one of the things that I'm definitely looking forward to and figuring out like how can we apply some of those to our local or I guess JCI Canada. Yes, international organization. <laughs> definitely. Well, and what's so neat, at least from the past uh, national presidents that I've spoken to. I know, you know, Justin out of uh, USA, um, our dear uh, IPP Stefan and Crispin and um, Jay Johnson from the USA, all of those wonderful, um, you know, past uh, presidents or at least past deputy presidents, what they've described to me uh, in terms of the national, uh, the Japan Academy, they have just been blown away by how life-changing it is, the connections that they make, what they learn, and I think just the resiliency that it, it brings to the forefront because, of course, there's so many days through the academy that it's very, you know, all intensive. It's definitely not, you know, for the faint of heart. It really does bring out that resiliency in all of the the EVPs that are there. And I just think it's incredible, Jasper, that you're going to be able to experience that. So all of us will be cheering you on. And um, I'm personally so incredibly happy for you that you get to go and, and share that experience with all, everybody. Great. Thanks. Yeah. And I'll also be bringing some of those, you know, my experiences and sharing it with everyone once I'm back here. Amazing. I'm looking forward to that, Jasper. I know that we're going to be doing a 
what we call a mid-year retreat for our national board. So mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll get to see you there as well, Jasper, in person, as well as our uh, national convention, which is incredible. So now just shifting gears a touch, Jasper, because obviously we mind- want to be mindful of your time and our listeners' time. The next thing that we wanted to tap into was the fact that, you know, you diligently worked on the bylaw committee and worked with all of the wonderful members that were doing the revisions and the review and so forth. So I'd love for you to share with our listeners what your section looked like and what that entailed um, and kind of what the committee was doing and how that process goes. And then maybe some little tidbits of what you learned through the process. Sure. Yes. Um, So basically um, I think you said, you mentioned earlier that uh, you had other national board members uh, speak about their bylaw committee right so uh as you know like we were given like certain sections so the section that i had was you know around regions looking into how can we subdivide i guess canada Mm -hmm. and um i think it was that region part and we also had the general assembly and um and I think it was a special meetings I had. So I think the main, I guess the main change that I kind of had on my end was the region section where basically currently we have one, two, three, four, five, about five regions. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's kind of subdivided across, you know, from from the BCU con all the way to the Atlantic region. And in between we had the prairies, Ontario region, Quebec region. Um, so my proposal was to create just three regions or just form three major regions. So we have the Western region, which includes BC, Alberta, Yukon, and the Northwest territories. Then we have the central region, Manitoba, Saskatchewan. Then the Eastern would be composed of Ontario, Quebec, Finland, Labrador, PEI, Nova Scotia, and New Brunswick. Um, the reason why, you know, I'm thinking my, my thought process here of why I'm recommending this is because, you know, right now um, it's more beneficial for more people to kind of help together. Um, as you know, like you being part of like the BC region, um, it's pretty much only your chapter in the BC region, like whereas Alberta, BC, or sorry, the Alberta region is pretty much, you know, just us here in Edmonton. Yes. Um, I know Calgary is still in the process of being um, rebuilt. So it's only basically us and we're kind of like alone. Yeah. <laughs> so in Edmonton, I was thinking, you know, like, I know that our chapter has been to a lot of the BC Yukon, you know, conferences in the past. And, you know, why don't we strengthen that relationship and you know figure out a way where in which we you know our chapters in the bc yukon can also help the alberta region chapters to help grow and be more resilient and um um so that was kind of like the rationale like you know just get more people together and get them talking and figuring out ways on how we can rebuild our our you know our, our chapters right so mm-hmm. one of the examples i had or one of the things i also experienced early this year was on the eastern side of canada uh, i had an opportunity to attend lots the local officer training mm-hmm. Um, and it was attended by the folks over at Ontario, like JCI Toronto, Montreal, and Quebec. Good. And those are all from, I think Quebec was like its own region, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah. So, you know, it kind of made sense if, you know, all these three 
local organizations could collaborate with each other and figure out, you know, help each other grow and be resilient. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like my rationale, like, let's just, get, let's just get more people together or more local organizations together to help each other out. Absolutely. So, you know, and yeah, so that, that was basically my rationale for that is, so we have a more stronger support system, I would say. Absolutely. And how would you find, like, if I may ask Jasper, are you thinking that, say, for an example, the Alberta area and, say, BC, would those kind of amalgamate into one larger region so that way Edmonton's just not on its own? Would that kind of mm-hmm. how that would work? Okay. Yes. Uh, so that would be the idea is it would be a larger region. Smart. Well, and you got to think about how how many sectors that benefits too. I mean, just in my own personal circumstance, an area that I've gotten to participate in, for example, is the effective speaking competition. And, you know, I've gotten to witness a lot of people take part in the debate competition. And oftentimes a lot of our members from the Edmonton area will often say, well, there's no point in me doing it because I'm the only competitor. And so, you know, even the year that I competed, you know, there was maybe two from BC or three from BC and there was just one in Edmonton. Had they been able to just, yes, they did compete at the same convention, but had we all been together, you know, competing against one another, I think it would have just created a little bit more of that, you know, that feeling like they they get to be a part of a competition too. So I think in in certain circumstances like that to strengthen you know, we really take pride in the effective speaking competitions and the debate competitions. I think that that'll be one of the, you know, the, just one of the many things that it'll benefit. So, no, it's fantastic, Jasper. How You know, when you brought this to, you know, different board members and such and to our IVP who's heading this committee, you know, what was the feedback like or have or is it still in review right now? Um. So, yeah, I was able to bring this to the BCUCon uh, president. Uh, I think it was Chris Wallace and uh, just pitched the idea to him. And he thinks that it, it made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know that the BCUCon, they can have its own organization set up, right? It, it's it's like its own entity. Um, we're not asking, I guess, I guess that's going to be a bit more complicated if we were, if the Alberta or JCI Edmonton would be a part of that, because I think the BCUCon organization has been set up just for the BCUCon um, provinces, or mm-hmm. sorry, um, chapters. Yeah. So I guess we're not really asking to be, you know, this is more for from a guidance perspective, or it's it's not really, JCI Canada is not asking local organizations to kind of come together and build, you know, a legal entity. It's just, um, mm-hmm. it's just a mechanism or, or a support system, I would say, for, for each region to help, you know, the chapters within that particular region. So it's been, you know, I got good feedback from Chris good. and, um, and uh, I think we're going to have a forum coming up um i think it was next yes next monday on uh, june 12 uh we have our local i think we yeah i think our local presidents will be invited to this uh, forum where we will basically be talking about the amendments that we have recommended for bylaws so that once you know we not comes around we don't have any issues submitting our bylaws and it it immediately gets approved so we'll just do the groundwork of like getting some feedback now making amendments in between and then by natcon we have a brand new set of bylaws approved and ready to go fantastic well it's taken a lot of diligence and hard work from that bylaw committee so congratulations on all of the 
preparations that you all have done to to get it here and that's really exciting to hear that you'll be able to you know the plan is to announce that at national convention and that's what's been underway so that's fantastic jasper and obviously really great diligence on all of the team's part now i guess kind of forward facing you know until we get to talk to you again on the podcast jasper what are the next couple of things you're looking forward to? I mean, obviously, Japan Academy, we've got our mid-year retreat, we've got National Convention, there's so much to talk about. But, you know, if you were to share with the audience a couple of things behind the scenes that you're looking forward to doing as EVP uh, leading up to perhaps September when we get to interview you in person, feel free to share a couple of those as we close out this podcast. Sure. So uh, in terms of the next half of the year is, you know, I guess I mentioned earlier, like further working on the plan of action. I think it's going to be a working document until uh, I would say maybe like towards the end of the year, Um, Mm -hmm. just making some tweaks to it, making sure that um, the plan that, you know, is being created is something that everyone aligns to because at the end of the day like this you know plan of that it's not my plan of action this is a plan of action for jci canada and it impacts um everyone in you know our local organizations so we want to make sure that they also have a say on this because Mm -hmm. they are being impacted and i guess like i said like it's not my plan of action is for everyone right so so that will be i guess more refining the plan of action um also making sure that um we continue on you know some of the background work i'm doing on around you know like helping out on the glue upside making sure that that's up and running and there are no issues there and also working on i don't know um setting things up i guess setting up 2024 making sure that it's going to be a great year for us that's really exciting jasper and very grateful to see you do all the incredible things that you're doing and so excited to see um, everything that you're yet to do in terms of leading our organization to the many great things that uh, we're all about to do so thank you for everything that you do for our organization Jasper thank you for taking the time tonight and just getting to share it so nice that our audience members our, our GCI members our senators all get to tune into this and have feel like they're you know sitting down with a cup of tea getting to chat with you tonight so thank you Jasper and uh, really looking forward to seeing you in person soon. Great. Thank you, Francesca. And just one more thing. Um, we have national convention, as Francesca mentioned, uh, here in Edmonton. Make sure if you're interested, you know, international viewer or listeners, <laughs> or <Yes. laughs> make sure you um, come join us on September. Uh, go to natcon2023.ca. Perfect. We hope to see you all there. Thank you so much, Jasper. Great. Thanks, Francesca. Thank you. This is how we do in JCI Canada. Join, converse, inspire. Thanks for listening. Merci pour l'écoute. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or pretty much any listening platform you may use. À bientôt. And I was even pointing at my toe when I said it. <laughs>